Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Hey, what's going on? Are we back here? Oh, yeah. Do you, were you hear me on the air? No. Scared to pick up the headset. Okay. Who are you talking to? Oh, <laughs> let me know when we're ready. Are we ready? Rock and roll. Can we go now? Can we go now? Are we on air? <laughs> hey, what's going on here, everybody? Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you. Brendan, did you have me down there as I was having that animated conversation? What's the latest? Yeah, no, of course not of that. I, I didn't hear anything, so it, you know, do tell though. If, if, no, 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 no. That's to. quite all right. It's going to be a very, <laughs> it, it's going to be an interesting day. There's a lot of uh, emotional, fired up people today. So, this is Oilers now. Bob Stoffer with you, along with Brendan Escott. It's twelve thirty-four. Do you have our uh, our most downloaded uh, guest each week on this show, Elliot Friedman? Sure ready to roll? Do. All right. Well, let's do this. Let's head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. I do want to mention. Nothing says Valentine's Day quite like Roos Chris Steakhouse. Roos Chris is the place for special occasions. Tell Daphne, Taylor, and Chris that Oilers now sent you. Bob Stafford, Rogers Place, Edmonton, and New York Islanders tonight. Jay Woodcroft, the head coach. Elliot is our Oilers now headliner for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Elliot, how are you doing? I'm good, Bob. How are you doing? Oh, interesting times here, let me tell you. <laughs> I believe it. I, I yeah. totally believe it. You know, um, Elliot, it, it, let, let's start with this. Uh, okay. You were one, one of the guys to break it out at 9.02 uh, yesterday uh, that uh, Dave Tippett was relieved of uh, his duties, Dave Tippett and Jim Playford. Were you surprised by that as, just as a guy, you know, that's sitting in Toronto and has got your pulse on uh, all 32 teams in the NHL? No, I, I I wasn't surprised. I think a lot of us were chasing it yesterday morning that there was the possibility that that was that was in the process of happening or was going to happen. Um, you know, look, like I, I've said this many times on your show this year, the, you can't afford to miss the playoffs this year. The consequences are too great, and I, I think we all thought everything was okay. 
um, after heading into the All-Star break with the results in the six games before that, 11 out of a possible 12 points. But you're at a runway. You know, now you're making up. Before, you knew that you were going to have games to make up, right? And now your starting goalie's back, and you're burning the games off. And you can't, this can't continue. You can't continue to have performances like that. And I don't think it's all the coach's fault, but, you know, when you're in the last year of your deal, sometimes that's the easiest change that you can make. Or that's the, and you look at what happened in Vancouver, you say, okay, uh, they got a bounce. And what you're hoping right now in Edmonton is that you guys get the bounce. Because all of a sudden, on winning percentage, you guys have fallen behind the Kings and the Ducks. Yeah. And that can't be allowed to continue. It can't. This, the consequences are just too great, and you're out of runway. We're joined by Elliot Freeman from NHL Hockey and Rogers, brought to you every Friday by Mid-City Construction Management, providing you with the highest quality and most cost-effective solutions in the safest ways. Visit Mid-City. Uh, mid-city.ca. Elliot, uh, Ken Holland, 41 minute avail yesterday. Uh, he was also mm-hmm. on our show for 12 and a half minutes. I, 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 I must have heard him say six or seven times at least, I built this team. To me, and you could tell he was pained by making the decision that he made and that he also felt culpability. And to me, that's what, you know what, that's what That's what good people, I'll never forget Scott Housen, one of it was in the 0405 lockout, and so we didn't have an NHL, but the Oilers had the Roadrunners here that year in the AHL. And I had Scott on the air, and we were talking about a guy. I think it was Jamie Wright, and he had a terrible start to the season. And I'm like, well, you're counting on this guy. And he goes, Scott. And Scott said, Bob, I brought him in. That was my call. And I, I appreciate it because where I come from, when you are in that position of leadership uh, and you're the decision maker, you have to have accountability. And I thought, I thought Ken repeatedly showed and stated that yesterday. What's your perspective? First of all, I just want to mention that Brad Marchand is appealing his six-game suspension. Uh, uh, so that is something I'm just putting out right now. Do you want me to Look, talk? Like, Do you want me to talk no, for a minute no, so you I, can tweet? No? No, uh, I'm just doing it right now. Um, so there we go. Uh, what I wanted to say is that, look, like I think, like I, I have no use for people, Bob, who don't accept responsibility, right? Especially people who are at the top end of the totem pole, right? And right now, uh, Ken Holland, like he's not the top person, obviously, in the Oilers organization, but he does run their hockey operations. Yes. And you know, like I wouldn't expect anything different. Of course, he's going to say that because he's not a guy who runs from the decisions he makes. Or the things that he does—it's just you know not not what he does when it comes to his hockey operations. So uh, I, I didn't expect anything different. And look, he's been a public figure for a lot of the last month. He's been the one who's out there saying, "I don't want to do this." The Oilers do it too often. It can't always be the same answer. But eventually, you um, eventually you reach a point where you can't do it anymore. I, of course, he's going to go out there and he's going to throw himself on the grenade. And you know what? When you're the leader, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, uh, and it's funny because if I were to <laughs> if I were to poll the uh, listeners right now, you can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line. What does Ken Holland need to do? 
uh, we all know what you know. It it, it starts and uh, unfortunately, and I'm not blaming the goaltenders by reading the save percentage, which is eight eight ninety seven. But we've had five coaches fired this year, where the teams had save percentages of eight eighty three to nine oh one. And just as we've had coaches that have, and I love, I was a big Todd McClellan fan, really, Abby's got the bounce back. Todd would tell you that part of the reason why he got nominated for Coach of the Year in 16-17 was because of how good Cam Talbot was that season. Goaltending is 70% of hockey. Unless you don't have it, then it's 100% of hockey, the late, great Pat Burns quote. And unfortunately for Edmonton this year, last year they had the goaltending. They, you know, they finished uh, seventh in the league in save percentage. And they're sitting going into tonight's game, 23rd in the league of goals against with an 897 save percentage. And that's and Ken knew it was his responsibility to address that. And that's part of the reason why, Elliot, I think it's fair to say, I, I think you'd agree. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but that's a major reason why Edmonton's in this position, aren't they? Well, it is. Goaltending is certainly an issue. There's, there's no question about that. But, you know, I was, you know, we have a. At Sportsnet, we have a deal with Sport Logic, and I was looking at some of their numbers yesterday. And you know, I, I think if you take a look at it, Edmonton's at one of the worst one of the worst teams in the league at, at giving up scoring chances off the rush. Yep. Uh, Edmonton is one of the worst teams in the league at giving up scoring chances from the slot. You know that that has to be fixed. You know the, that that has to be changed. So. So I think there's there's two ways of looking at it. One, it's on the players, and the players certainly have to take a degree of blame for all this. They're they're not they're simply not hard enough to play against right now. But the other thing you can ask is is there a structural change we can make? And I have and you know the tough thing right now, Bob, is you guys don't have a lot of practice time. You yeah. Your game tonight, then you have two days. Like you're starting six games in ten days, and the only back to back days you have off are Saturday and Sunday. So it's not like you have a lot of practice time, but you can ask because there are structural changes that we can make that maybe can help all this. The other thing too, Bob, I'm really curious about is, and especially in this particular case, is every coach has their favorites. Every coach has a person or a player that they say, okay, the chips are down. This is this is the person I want on the ice. And I'm really curious to see how this is going to change with uh, Woodcroft as opposed to Tippett. Like one of the things that was incredibly hotly debated on Wednesday was Smith going back-to-back. He wanted to play again. And I actually think Smith played really well. I know he gave up those two goals early, but those were you know glorious cross-ice passes. And if you know anything about analytics, the chances of scoring go up exponentially when it's coming on the back end of one of those. But, you know, like, we all know Dave Tippett's loyalty to Mike Smith. He loves Mike Smith. And would that have happened with Jay Woodcroft? Would or would they have chosen another plan? Certain players on the ice at certain times. I know there's always this huge debate out in Edmonton about Bouchard and his usage. I think that's the other thing I'm wondering if if the Oilers are kind of looking at is, do we have to learn to start start depending on different people in different situations or use different people in different roles? And I have a feeling that that might have played a part into the whole situation too. You know, Elliot, it was interesting. The Chicago Blackhawks were in town. Which analytics guru did the Blackhawks bring in to interview for GM position? Eric Tulski. And who wrote the definitive piece on goaltenders starting back-to-back and how their save percentages drop in the second game of a back-to-back as opposed to if they have a day off of rest? 
Yeah, that was Eric. That was Eric. And I, I sat there, and all I could think of, and the difference, so the listeners are aware, is goaltenders with a 9-12 save percentage tend to have an 8-92 if they go back-to-back nights. And that includes but, the... So I get, but again, Bob, I would just say that night, like I know Smith Ward, I, you know, we, we showed on the broadcast the Bronx cheer he got on that first save from center ice. And then he got but, way better. And then he was into it. And, but you know what? But you know what? I don't think the pro, like, I, like, first of all, if Mike Smith is listening to this right now and he's hearing you question uh, that, he, that he might not have been into it, he might choke you on the panel. Like, he I'm, might actually come not what I'm saying. You know I, I, I heard you said that. I heard you question about whether or not. Wait, or, wait, Elliot, wait to radio me. I'm going to get you back now. <laughs> No, but but I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. It it spurred know, him. He admitted post game. He said it got him going. That's what he said. I know. I'm just kidding with you, Bob. I Don't do that. Me. I got I enough problems you. on my own. I know the radioing is the worst. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, the the point. But the thing is, like, those were two glorious chances. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the first Agreed. goal was a one timer. Agreed. Like, uh, on a power. On the power play across the slot, the second goal was a two-on-one across the slot. Like I know the visceral reaction is to Boo Smith there, but I mean, like those were two glorious chances to start the game. Like I, I don't know, like you can't. Like the fact they were down two nothing in that game wasn't all on Mike Smith, but I I generally agree with you. When I heard Smith was starting that night, I was very surprised, but also I figured Mike Smith is saying, "Look, I've been hurt." I need to play. I need to. I need to get on some things. And if any coach is going to listen to him, it's going to be Dave Tippett because they've got a long history. All right. We are joined right now by Elliot Friedman uh, for mid. I heard Bob question Mike Smith there. Everyone, I don't know what you guys. Yeah, heard, yeah. You did, you, you did it to me. I'm, I'm going to get you back. You know. <laughs> Elliot, uh, can you can you confirm or deny that maybe the market is shrinking on Mark Andre Fleury because Colorado has a goaltender Darcy Kemper that's got a 9.28 save percentage over his last 16 appearances. You know, I, I think a couple of things. Number one, the market is not big on Mark Andre Fleury because the Blackhawks have made him a promise that he controls his destination, right? Okay. You know, Fleury does not have a full no move, no trade clause. He has a partial no trade clause. But when he agreed to go to Chicago, the Blackhawks made him a gentleman's agreement that he will have the choice over where he goes. And I don't suspect for any reason that will change. Um, so I, I think it's purely, I, I think it's in, in Fleury's court in terms of what he's going to do. I, like, I've heard all the Fleury to Colorado rumors. Um, I had heard some time ago that Colorado's preference was to stay the course and goal. I mean, unless somebody blew them away with an offer for Kemper that they couldn't say no to, I think the choice was to stay the course. I think Colorado has one move, big move to make. And I think they would prefer if that could be elsewhere as opposed to in goal. You're right, Kemper's hot. I think they're a whole. I mean, the only question everyone anyone ever has about Kemper is, Health. can he stay healthy? Other than that, he's he's a really he's a really good goalie. Um, but you know, I, I think you know, I, I heard Philadelphia had some people in Colorado last mm-hmm. night for the Avalanche Tampa game, mm-hmm. so. You know, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. You're obviously steering us to Claude Giroux uh, for Colorado. Uh, this text comes in, so we're going to do this. Bob, can you ask Elliot about Billy Huso and Josh yeah. Manson? Sure. 
Sure. Well, I said on the podcast today, um, our, our Jeff and mine's podcast today, that I think Huso is, is the goalie that Edmonton likes. Um, or I shouldn't say that. I, I said that I've heard that that is the goalie that Edmonton is, likes. And it makes a lot of sense. He's had a great year, and he's, he's a UFA. I just don't see any way that St. Louis is trading him this year. For, for one thing right now, he's playing really well, and Bennington has struggled. And secondly, even if he's a UFA and, and you lose him for nothing, you're trying to win the Stanley Cup this year. And, and to me, for the Blues, that's the goal, and you're not moving him unless you're convinced you have a better situation. So, like, I do think uh, Huso uh, is a goalie that the Oilers are intrigued with and have interest in. I just don't see that. I, I, I guess I would say I, I would be surprised if that was an option this year. You know, as for Manson, you know, like obviously now that Dave is the assistant coach, uh, we're all going to go rumor crazy. Um, look, I, I think his preference is to stay in Anaheim. I, I don't know what's going to happen there. I know Toronto had some interest. I heard Toronto's on his list of teams he can't go to. I wouldn't be surprised if it's one of those situations where they weren't the only Canadian team. Yeah, well, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens here with the Oilers with Jay Woodcroft carrying forward. Uh, and Ken Holland said again on our show yesterday, I mean, he, he certainly said during the availability yesterday, Everybody's like, well, you got to trade a first rounder right now to improve the team. No way. I'm not. I'm not. No, no I'm with you. I'm not sure you necessarily do that as well. Uh, Vancouver, JT. I would be. You know, I got to tell you. Look, if if you're trading a first rounder for somebody who can like. If you're trading a first rounder, you're not doing it for a rental. No, it's got to have like, term. That's insane. Term. Gotta it's got to be, so, and and not just like some term. I I would think a lot of term, or a lot of team control. And the other thing too is I think you probably want to put a some lottery protection on it. Yeah. Like look, look what's happening in Chicago right now. They they only have top two protection for the Seth Jones deal. Like you know that that pick could be the third overall pick. Like you don't want that. Yeah. Uh... This text comes in, Elliot, and I'll get you to comment on it. If Jay Woodcroft doesn't sure. turn this team around, his opportunities with coaching the order system will be done. There's always finger-pointing at the coaches and the goalies. Maybe they should look at the leadership group, and this goes back to the days of Taylor Hall. McDavid and Hall aren't the same leaders as Getzlaff or Aginla. Hey, I work for the Oilers Entertainment Group. I'm glad I knew Ken Holland was going to sit there and say, I built this team. I don't buy that this is on the top three players. I think you got to build a better team around them. And, and that's my perspective. I'd like to get your take on that. Well, look, like, like, like I think Connor McDavid wants to win really badly. You know, I, I don't like, I, I don't like, I, like, I don't look at these guys and say these are guys who who don't care or aren't trying or or, or don't want to win games. I mean, to me, that's just insane. Um, you know, but the, the the thing the thing is is that when, when you're when when you're going through what this team has gone through, everybody wears it right. And one thing I I always say and always feel, whether it's right or wrong, when you're the captain or you're one of the highest paid players, you just get more. When things are going badly, you get more dumped on you than anyone else. That's just the name of the game. But like 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 you watch these guys play. Do we have issues specifically with something they might do here and there? Sure, but that's the case with every player. Generally, though, like if you were telling me I I, I was starting a team with McDavid, Nurse, and Drysaitel, and I, I look at their attitudes in terms of how much they work on their games, and you know. 
sure, do they look pissed off sometimes? Absolutely, because they're losing. And that's what happens when you lose. You're pissed off. But those guys care. It's obvious those guys care. And, you know, I, I like, again, like, if, you're, if I'm starting a team with those three guys, if I was a general manager, I'd be, I'd be pretty freaking happy. And so that's kind of the way I look at it. Elliot, I'll leave you with this. Sunday, there was ice here at Rogers Place at 4 p.m. There were mm-hmm. eight skaters on the ice. Connor McDavid and Leon Drysettle flew back from the All-Star game. They were on the ice Sunday at 4. So, too, was Darnell Nurse. To me, that tells you a little right there. And I'm going to leave you with a high note. Uh, Van, uh, Val from the high desert of northeast Colorado has reached us, and he, he's listening online. He says, can you please tell Elliot that he is correct? The answer is red grapes. Merrick's wrong. He'll know what this means. <laughs> what, what, what am I missing here? Are we having a uh, I, red wine, I, white? I, I, I can't remember. Oh, we were arguing about red grapes and green grapes. And I said red grapes are better, and he was like green ones. And I, I'm like, no, you're you're completely wrong. Yeah. That's what that was. As usual, America's completely wrong about something. So we're not talking red wine and white wine. We're talking red grapes uh, and green grapes. Or are we? Uh, no, uh, Merrick doesn't drink. Oh, I didn't know that. Why, which is why he's so painfully boring. <laughs> oh, that's you know what? That's uh, I'll have to keep that in mind. Uh, you know, uh, knock wood so far, but I haven't, uh, despite multiple tests, and uh, you know, I've been able to avoid it. If you know what I mean, I'm not even going to use that word. My theory mm-hmm. is a combination of sugar-free Rockstar, Red Bull, and Bailey's in the morning. That's what's uh, kept the hounds at bay on that front. Either that, or I'm really lucky. So. It happens, man. I, 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 I gotta, I gotta tell you, that's not a bad. It's not the worst strategy I've ever heard, Bob. You know, you, if you if you pound back a Bailey's and coffee, and then a mm-hmm. sugar-free uh, rock star or a full-on Red Bull every second day. No, I, I, I'm not. I'm not big on the energy drinks. I don't like the sugar. I, I stay away from that. Well, all those fat, uh, all those calories keep my weight up, and that's uh, been part of the battle. <laughs> hey, Elliot, love having you on the show. Thanks, my man. All right, Bob. Have a great weekend. Apparently, Red Grapes wins over Green Grapes. Uh, That is Elliot Friedman, who joins us every Friday here on Oilers Now. It is uh, Elliot's appearances are presented by Mid-City Construction, providing you with the highest quality, most cost-effective solutions in the safest way possible. Visit mid-city.ca. Again, Elliot was our headliner for Will Hawk Beef Jerky. Here's what we'll do. We'll come back at uh, ding, ding, 1254 at Edmonton, and we'll bang off a couple texts, and there are a lot of them. There's a lot of passion out there in oil country. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. Your Joe and then Clefbaum raked it away from him, and here's Neil on the counter to your Joe. Right circle, back to Neil. One-timer score! He's got four! It's the first four-goal game of his career for the real deal. His name is James Neal. Five, one, Edmonton! This one's over. Edmonton 5, New York 2. The Oilers are 3-0 for the first time since the 2008-9 campaign. And they win this one going away. Oilers started Dave Tippett's inaugural season as head coach with a 5-0 record that year. They were 9-1 at one point this year, 16-5. But subsequent to that, they went 7-13-4. 
It's only winning seven of their next 24 games as a result. Dave Tippett relieved of his duties yesterday uh, along with Jim Playfair. I have a feeling, based upon your text and what's out there on the Twitterverse, it's going to get fired up in the next segment. Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for the horses in Horse Racing Alberta. When we return after a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.